I'm assuming you're listening to this podcast because you either want to learn how to get into the industry or how to scale your vacation rental management company. I have great news for you because you are in the right spot. But I bet there's one thing that you didn't know was a key focus for growing and getting started in the vacation rental industry. And that is safety. So in this week, you're going to hear about how safety sells. You can learn how to become a certified safe property manager through Breezeway's safety course hosted by your one and only expert, Justin Ford. What's Breezeway, you ask? Breezeway is the industry's leading software that helps any host or property manager master their turnovers, cleans, and any maintenance tasks while on the go. Breezeway's mobile app makes it easy for you to see what and how far along your teams have come when it comes to cleaning and any other tasks, while automating the workload that you don't need to use on pen and paper anymore. Come on, it's 2023. Why is this so important? Why are we taking a whole week dedicated to safety? You're going to hear in today's episode starting right now. Final day of safety week. I'm a little sad, like I said yesterday, but I know that I will be seeing you and talking to you again more often as again, 2023 kicks off. You excited? Day five? We, we made it a whole, whole week. This isn't day, but this shouldn't be day five to people listening. This is the beginning. This is just the beginning for them to get started on everything that they need to do. It's sad for us, but good for everybody else. A hundred percent. And the cool thing is, as we're getting ready to think about season two, safety and all the stuff that we cover is going to be a little bit more advanced. So I think. Just, you know, putting it out there, putting the good vibes out in the world that Justin will probably be invited. Not probably, Justin's going to be invited for season two as we dive into a lot more without giving away the safety course, of course. We want to make sure that that is properly done because it's needed. Season two is always right around the corner. Wow. I'm already selected for season two. This is great. This is I'm a big Netflix fan of Ted Lasso. I was pretty excited when season two was coming out for that. So this is great news. Yes, we are in pilot mode right now, but after the response from the recording and some of the pre-sneak peeks, we've been getting a good a good chance. So I'm excited. Day five, all the listeners are going to get to hear your list of five safety facts that every vacation rental management company or host, whatever you want to call yourself, need to know. So Justin, I'm going to let you take it away from here. Number one, let's get it right out of the way. The smoke alarm. It is the single most important item, not only in a rental property, but in your home. And if you think about it, if you go back to the beginning of time, our, our ancestors, well, they lived in caves. And the reason they stayed in caves was they needed a roof over their head. And the reality today, it hasn't changed very much. We like to have great views and cool TVs and couches, but that's the, home, the only point of a dwelling is to have a roof over your head. And if you're inside of that dwelling, you're spending about half your time asleep. Third to a half of your time, you spend it sleeping. Somebody's got to wake you up. And I don't think anybody else, especially on vacations, wants to sit up. They do do these roving fire watches in London just because it's been such a problem over there. But the reality speaking is you don't want a roving fire watch in your rental property. So the only next best thing is you got to have a smoke alarm. It's got to wake you up. Something's got to yeah, be there to tell you there's fire. Let's get out. Yeah, we're not in the military anymore. At least you and I are. We don't need to do fire watch. <laughs> I think that was something I, I was super excited to get rid of. 
Firewatch, yeah, I was in the Coast Guard, you were in the Army, but Firewatch was was definitely, I always seemed to like be when some officer wanted to surprise you and make sure that you were on your game and then you'd end up doing 50 push-ups for no reason. Too many of those, too many of those memories coming back. Number two, oh, let's go into number two here. Number two is carbon monoxide alarms. And yes, my friends in Florida, they're required there if it's an attached garage or you have a gas burning appliance. Florida's always going, hey, we, I don't think we need those. Yeah, you do. Carbon monoxide alarms are extremely important. Anytime you're burning a carbon fuel, gas, oils, any type of coal, things, anything being burned in the property, you're creating carbon monoxide, gas grills. We've even seen it, and this is why attached garages are important. We've seen where guests have brought a rental car. They're not familiar with it. The kids don't even know there's a remote start on the remote of the car remote, and they're playing with it. And the car's running in the garage, filling the rental up with carbon monoxide because they don't realize it's been running for 10 minutes. So carbon monoxide alarms are very important. Number two, I bet you've got, because you and I've been talking for a while, I'm sure you have one in every space in your house. Well, am I, per- I, I live in a small studio. So yes, the one carbon monoxide <laughs> plug-in is, is there as well as two smoke alarms. I have one near my bed and one at the entryway. So gotta, gotta have both, both covered yeah. there, but our vacation homes, yes, that has become a requirement. Not only do we make our owners invest in the smart lock, because usually when if we if they fire us or whatever, we don't take it. So they buy the the smart lock, they buy the fire alarm if it's not up to code or up to standard with a synced and a carbon monoxide detector. So very important. Yeah, number three is going to be kind of uh, this. This might be new to a lot of people. They may not have considered it. We haven't talked about it during our last four conversations here this week. The number four, or excuse me, the number three is a combination of furnishings and chemicals. And what I'm referring to basically are kids. A third of the people staying in our rental properties are children. We're having a really big problem with chemicals and access to them. One of the, and this was reported last year in the Washington Post, one of the top phone calls from a vacation row right now isn't for you know, more towels or the Wi-Fi is down, it's the poison control. And we need to address that. Kids should not be getting into things that they shouldn't have access to. And I'm talking about a kid who comes from, you know, a place in Chicago where there's parents use cascade powdered soap now coming down to stay at a vacation rental in Jupiter Beach, Florida that the host uses cascade pods that look really cool with colors it's still a thing this has been going on for almost 20 years now but guess what it's still a thing they're not familiar with it we need to make sure they don't have access to these type of items and on the furniture side of that tip overs are really big been a lot of reports coming out lately in fact there's a major recall of furnishings from ikea that don't meet tip over hazards the first day we talked, Will, we talked about the difference between hotels and rentals and different safety out there. When you go into a hotel, they don't have tall, thin bureaus. They have wide, stocky, short ones, or they're part of a big cabinet because they've learned their lesson on tip-overs. And most furnishing items come now, if they're a potential tip-over hazard, they'll have a warning sticker on it. They're required by law. Um, they'll come with this little packet that's stapled on the back or it's tied to a red piece of string. You don't want to do that at your own home. That's great. 
But when you've got people coming in, the general public, people walking in off the street to stay in your rental properties, you've got to secure furniture so it doesn't fall on the kids. It's really easy to install anchors. So I think just do it. You're already assembling the dresser, right? So why not just add four more screws to the back and, and get it anchored into the wall? It's not that not that hard. I actually, I'm not the most uh, mechanical person myself, but I was able to figure it out within probably five minutes. So, and I know people are going to Google this because they don't believe me. Go for it. When a 50 pound dresser falls over, it falls over, not with 50 pounds. It's not a 50 pound dresser falling on a child. It falls with a force of 27,000 pounds, 27,000, three zeros after the 27 falling onto them when it because of the speed acceleration of that coming down. And so it's really important. I see it all the time in rentals. Mirrors propped up against the wall because it looks shabby chic. Huge, big screen TVs not secured to the wall and the kids want to plug in their Xbox they brought from home and then it falls over on them. So really, really important to secure heavy items in the property and make sure that they can't get into chemicals that you may think they never would, but they will. Very well said. So number four, this is a big one, fire extinguishers. This is always a controversial subject. I want you to listen closely here when it comes to this one. This is the key phrase. This is the money phrase right here. A fire extinguisher is a tool that you give your renters to save your investment. When there's a fire in the rental property, you want the fire to be put out immediately because if there is a fire, and cooking fires are huge, they're the number one cause of fire in rental properties. When there is a fire in a kitchen, it's going to do minimum sixty dollars to $80,000 worth of damage to your rental property. Your property is going to be out of commission for eight weeks, three months, depending. It's hard to find contractors all over the country right now. All these things are going to be really hard to deal with because of a kitchen fire. And when it does catch on fire, if the renter's got to hide and look underneath the sink, if the renter's got to go into a pantry, if they've got to dig around, they're out of there. It's not their home. They don't care. They're just going to call the fire department, you hope. But if you put that fire extinguisher out front, visible, where they can see it as they're exiting and running out of the property, and they go, you know what? I got a clear path to the exit. I'm going to turn around with this fire extinguisher and I'm going to give it a shot. And if they can put that fire out and you're just calling your cleaner to come in to clean up the re residue from the, from the fire extinguisher dust, that's a whole lot better situation. Stop hiding those things. Make it easy for the runners to get to them. Yeah. And you can take them off for pictures and then put them right back up. It's not that hard for your people that are worried about <clears throat> their listing, not looking as pretty because there's a fire extinguisher in the photo easily take it down put it back up. Not that hard. I say safety sells. I say, keep the fire extinguisher up for your pictures and put that mentality of safety in there. But I get it. I understand. As long as it's there when they need it, come on. That doesn't say that's why you're here. That's why you're the expert on the show. So let's yeah. go into number five and we'll close out this safety week. The fifth and most important one. And, and I love digital guidebooks. So don't get me wrong here. Everyone's going in that direction. We use touch day to put our safety checklists on and there's lots of other great digital guidebooks that are out there. But the reality is the person who's getting emailed all that information is one in what's typically a group of six, eight, 12, 20 people in your rental property. And then you got always, there's always that Uncle Bobby that shows up two days late. They've never seen yeah. the email. They don't have links to the guidebooks. The welcome book, 
that's sitting on the coffee table that gets shoved into a drawer or moved underneath the groceries as soon as the runners arrive. You've got to have an emergency safety card and you can do it in your own format, your own logos. If you're a property management company, you can say when you have to pick up the trash, what the Wi-Fi password is, all that stuff. And if you're a unique individual host with one property, you can make this beautiful thing on Etsy, but they've got to be on the refrigerator or in a, in a prominent location that lists the property address. Because when these runners call 911, they're most likely doing it from their cell phone. They've got to know where they are. If they've turned off location services on their phone, it slows down 911's response. If they don't have a good cell phone tower triangulation, it slows down response. They need to know the address when they call in so that if someone in their parties have not, the person who got the email with the driving directions might be the person having the heart attack and nobody knows what to do. So make sure prominently placed emergency information where the water shutoff is, where the gas shutoff is, where the first aid kit is, where the fire extinguishers are, where the electrical panel is, and what the property address is posted prominently in the property. Write it on a piece of paper if you have to. It, you, you could, that's why I call it the cheapest, most important safety item in a rental property is tell them where they are and what to do. That's so valuable. It's so good to know. and. Again, I think there's a lot of easy implementations for the listeners today. So, Justin, I do want to say thank you so much for joining me on this week of safety and kind of geeking out for the new or getting started vacation rental operators out there. And, you know, this is something that we take very serious in the sense it's not just good for you to know, it's the standard. So thank you for being that guy that's preaching from the mountains about safety throughout the industry. and. We're excited to bring you back for season two. Awesome. And be sure to take my safety course through Breezeway. You'll learn a lot. It takes four to six hours to go through the course. And you can learn a lot more about this and hopefully have some of the knowledge that I've developed over these years. Yes, we will be linking everything to the show. So thank you again. And we'll see you guys all again for the next week of the Vacation Rental Micro School podcast. It's official. We are done with safety week and everything that you could possibly understand for the basics of safety for your vacation rental business is in here. These are the basics. This is very high level or maybe even just very easy entry level for your business. And now as promised in all of these episodes for the safety week, there is a link to the breezeway certification make sure that you go through that course. It's so worth it. So just make sure that you are setting a high standard for your guests, for your owners, and of course, for your team. We'll see you all again next week on the Vacation Rental Micro School podcast. I'm your host, Will Slickers. And don't forget to come back and leave a review for your daily dose of hospitality and vacation rentals.